<laughs> because I am a terrible homeowner, I neglected the, the snow accumulation upon the roof of my home. And as a result, I'm not sure if you're aware, but if you get too much snow on your roof, the heat of your roof will warm the, the bottom layers, which will then melt which will then refreeze because of the cold temperatures. And as they refreeze in onto the edge of your roof and into the gutter, they will form what is called an ice dam. This ice dam will then not allow any of the uh, successively unfrozen ice, also known as water, <laughs> escape. So it will have no place to go but back up into your roof shingles and underneath the eaves and into your roof. So it's a bad situation. My wrist is destroyed from all of the ice that I was chipping out of the gutters recently. So don't neglect your gutters. Don't neglect your roof. Make sure the snow has been removed. This has been an all points bulletin for this all points broadcast. <laughs> Hit the music. Products of the 90s, uh, early 2000s, and movies and comic books and video this games. Is the first bite mark of the zombie apocalypse for culture, yeah, right? Like, we're coming hey, into if, it. If that's what you folks probably want. see, some of the topics may be suited for mature audiences. We're not going to throw out any emojis. We may, we may throw out some emoji. Cards. How are you going to do an emoji on a podcast? Welcome back, my babies. Welcome back, my precious little little culture jack babies. <laughs> Can I start the episodes like that now? Can I start the episodes in in telling you that you're my precious little culture jack babies? Because you are. Yeah, I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Culture Jack Podcast. My name is Dustin. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The third show since our our relaunch since getting back into building out these podcast episodes for you recording them getting back into the groove remembering why i do this thing and how much i love it uh so on this episode we are talking about um the best tv show and the best anime of 2022 and just like i mentioned in previous episodes it is strange to be talking about, hold on, <coughs> I, got a, I got a mustache hair in the back of my throat. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a pubic hair. Stop it. Stop it. You can't, you cannot, you cannot accuse me of such. You can accuse me of whatever you want and whatever you're accusing me of, I'm guilty of. Just know that it's true. Uh, it is strange to be talking about the best things that happened in 2022 in the middle of, in June of 2023, no less. But here we are. Uh, 2022 was a year that I got back into anime. And I didn't think that I had gotten back into anime in such a big way until I started writing out this episode until I started looking at all of the anime that I actually did watch. And it was quite a bit. The The list was bigger. The list was bigger than I thought. Um, so 
this isn't like a normal list. This isn't like a normal uh, top three list or best of year list for titles that are exclusively of that year. If I watched it last year, but it came out four years ago, it is still eligible to be my top or my best of 2022. So granted, a lot of the things will have come out in 2022, but a lot of the things are older than that. So just keep that in mind when Pulp Fiction wins like best movie of the year, if I just happened to watch it last year for the first time. It, but though that's not true because I've I've seen Pulp Fiction before. Zed's dead, baby. Um but it's only if I watched it. That's the rules. That's how they get entered into my top and then my top three and then my top top one. So I am going to to talk about a lot of the uh, a lot of the shows and a lot of the anime that I watched, and then I'm going to give you my top three. So the top three will not appear in the big list. So if you hear a title before the top three, they're out of there. They're DQ disqualified. So we'll start with the TV shows and we'll move into the anime. Um, there were a bunch of Marvel shows that happened in 2022. We had Moon Knight. We had Miss Marvel and we had She-Hulk, all very good shows. They made my, they made the list. They're some of the best that I saw. And you know, I, I was making this list and I was thinking, man, maybe this list isn't even like my best. Maybe it's just ones that I saw. <laughs> I, I don't, ha- I don't consume as much media as I would like to. And I, in writing down this list, I realized that I wrote down pretty much everything that I watched. Now, the caveat to that is I only watch things that I enjoy. If I turn on something, if I turn on a movie, if my my very small sliver of patience that I have left, my attention span that has been so dwindled by short form media, uh, if I turn on anything and I don't like it, I'm turning it off or I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm going to play a video game or I'm going to get on my phone and watch TikToks for the next two hours because uh, of what a massive time sink that is. I'm recording this in the past for the future. So if TikTok is banned at some point uh, in between now and then, or then and now, if you are a person from the perspective of a person listening to this in the future, and even myself editing it the the moment that I get done recording it, uh, there I may not be having my life consumed by TikTok anymore. So anyway, the Marvel shows, uh, out of those three, uh, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk, oh, God dang, I probably liked, they were all really good in their, in their own ways. I really enjoyed the fourth wall breaking, uh, perspective changing storytelling that, that She-Hulk did. Miss Marvel was a cool introduction to it, not only a character that I didn't know much about, but, uh, a history that I didn't know much about in terms of uh, India and the partition. Um, like I, I learned a lot in that one, although I did learn a little bit about Egyptian culture as well in Moon Knight, but, and, and that performance was really good too. Oscar Isaac's performance in Moon Knight, all great shows. I love them, but you guys know me. I'm a big fan of these Marvel properties and I'm not, you're going to have to catch me on a really bad day to talk really badly about them. Uh, Wednesday, 
made the list because it's, it's a show that I watched. It was good. Some of the CG in it was a little bit bad. Jenna Ortega as uh, Wednesday Adams did a, a magnificent job. Uh, I, I I couldn't have casted it better, but you know, mostly because I don't know about very many uh, young actresses. Tim Burton's triumphant return into the uh, macabre, uh, into uh, horror elements. It was like there was, it was more violent than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like this cutesy thing, but it was very, it was very dark and it was very good. I'm excited to see season two. That is if I don't cancel my Netflix subscription, Netflix, if you're listening, because, uh, you have jacked up the price on me because you want me to watch it on more than one TV. Peacemaker came out last year. Did you guys see Peacemaker? That was a load of fun. John Cena reprised his role as the Peacemaker character from the new Suicide Squad movie, uh, the James Gunn-directed flick. And it was so good. It was so good. The cameos at the end maybe didn't matter as much now because of the whole uh, gun saffron hostile takeover, but there you have it. Cabinet of Curiosities, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a couple episodes. It was very good. Uh, Willow, which will willow not be getting a second season uh this this series is i I don't want to say it's an important series to me because all of this is just entertainment media so none of it's important none of the things that we do here none of the things that we talk about on this podcast are important however uh this series kind of held a special place in my heart my brother and i watched the old movie and we're big fans of the old movie, you know, Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan uh, back in the day. And that was another part of the the series that I, you know, spoiler alert, we didn't get Mad Mardigan. We got a descendant of Mad Mardigan, uh, his daughter or something, I think. Regardless, you know, it was a good one, uh, but they canceled it. Andor, a lot of people are saying that's the best Star Wars television, not only the best Star Wars television property, but the best uh, Star Wars property in general that we've gotten over the last several years. I did not watch it, but Halo was supposed to be really bad. So (laughs) let me know if you watched Halo. I watched uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, another Star Wars joint. Now, Star Wars has a really real big problem on uh, TV. On Disney Plus, anyway. Star Wars, they they don't know how to do chase scenes. And we saw it in the Book of Boba Fett. Was that last year, too? Maybe we got the Book of Boba Fett last year as well. Uh, but the Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, there were chase scenes in both of those that were just bad. Just really bad. Take you right out of the action. Uh, the chase scene in Boba Fett where they're chasing down the mayor dude, all those... Uh, punk cyber teens, I guess, on their little cyber scooters with all of their uh, cybernetic enhancements. It was bad. It was a chase at two miles an hour, and then he slid into that apple stand and knocked everything over. And then similarly, in Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi, when the the bounty hunters were chasing down Leia at the beginning, and she's a, she's a goddamn child, and she was, she was giving them the business, and I'm not saying that it couldn't be done effectively, but they didn't make her faster. They made her run like a toddler. <laughs> it's like I'd be chasing around my babies and going, oh, no, I cannot catch you. Um, oh, that's right. You guys are my babies. You're my culture jack babies. Uh, Reacher was supposed to be really good, though. I didn't see it. 
you know what? Now I'm realizing that my media cons- consumption is so low. It's not at the point that I want. It. it is so bad that I'm not watching all the things that I want. I'm now giving you a list of some some adaptations, some shows that I didn't even watch. <laughs> that I just thought I'd be interested in. And also, I lied right out of the gate. I said I only would watch or talk about things that I enjoyed. But apparently Halo was really bad, and I just wanted to tell you about it. I just wanted to throw shade at Halo. House of the Dragon was another one that came out last year that I didn't watch. But my wife has just gotten into Game of Thrones. And so I am I am interested in House of the Dragon. No, I'm I'm rewatching Game of Thrones with my wife. And it's fun to to rewatch it with her. For the first time, we just sat through uh, the Red Wedding episode. Oh my gosh, she was shocked. And she didn't show much emotion at the time. But then the next day, she came back to me. And she's like, I kept thinking it was a dream. I kept thinking that they were going to wake up, that they wouldn't just kill off all those characters. And I said, oh, hon, you poor, innocent, sweet, sweet summer child. (laughs) And now every time there's a character or a pairing or like someone that I know is going to die or someone that I know is going to live, I'm sure to tell her like how great I think this character is. Like, man, this character is really good, huh? You you really like these these guys working together? You really like this pairing? Oh, man, I sure hope nothing bad. She's like, stop it. Knock it off. But Game of Thrones is a good one. I didn't. I mean, I guess it could qualify for this list, but it's obviously not in my top three. Uh, Rings of Power, I watched a couple episodes of that. Beautiful, beautiful series so far. Um, You can definitely tell they spent $80 million an episode or whatever ungodly amount they spent on that one. Uh, The Boys Season 3 came out last year. What the hell? That was so good. That was so good. We saw Herogasm. I didn't read about it in the comics, but I read about it on the wiki and online forums and articles and whatnot. And apparently it was adapted very well. I really loved, uh, what's his name? Ankles? (laughs) Is it Jason Ankles? You know the guy I'm talking about. He played Soldier Boy in The Boys. As, you know, spoiler alert for The Boys, um, as Homelander's father. And he told him what a disappointment he was. I think he's coming back. He's going to, he's got to be back. Okay. So those were, that was my list of TV shows that I uh, watched and didn't watch and wanted to watch or didn't want to watch. <laughs> if that's not confusing enough for you. All right. My top three shows of 2022. Uh, number three was Inside Job. Now, this is an animated show on Netflix. And I believe they just, finished their second season and then they were canceled. Um, but as a great show, it's about a, if you guys are into kind of like conspiracy stuff, one world order stuff, like this is all about that. This is about the secret government that runs the government. This is the, the secret Illuminati type organization, uh, within all of the inner workings and like global cabals and conspiracies and stuff. It's really great. It centers around this, uh, what is her name? Um, God, I can't even remember her name. It's been so long since I watched it. Uh, but she's she's girl bossing her way to the top of the secret organization. Her dad 
is in charge of the secret organization after a coup that he led at the beginning of the first season. Like, it's really, really good. It's really funny. It's well animated. I cannot recommend it more. Number two, uh, we got, I believe it was the third season of Love, Death, and Robots. And it's not like this season was it stood out in a way that was beyond spectacular to, to me in comparison with the first two seasons. Uh, however, uh, I needed to recognize it in one of these, one of these best of 2020, whatever, best of year, year recognitions, because the Love, Death and Robots on Netflix is one of the best anthology animation productions that I have ever seen. Um, and it's, it's not like it is a uh, consistent through line throughout all of the episodes. It is in fact, different stories done by different animation studios in wildly different styles. And it's, it's just something that inspires creativity in me. And it inspires uh, a sense of awe and wonder that I don't oftentimes get with you know, much of anything. I'm so jaded and cynical now, but Love, Death, and Robots is truly a beautiful, beautiful uh, television show. Uh, and then the number one spot for television shows of 2022 went to Sandman, also on Netflix. I just realized all of these are Netflix jobs. And Sandman was wonderful. I, I in anticipation for the show, I got the comic book. I got the the whole like omnibus collection uh, comic book of the Sandman. And in fact, I think it might still only be part one. Uh, but it's really, really good. It's really, really, it's supposed to be a defining comic book moment. So if you haven't read a lot of comic books and you're looking to get into the genre, it is dark. It is crazy creepy. It has some very, very mature themes. However, uh, it's really good. And they adapted it so well. Uh, whoever they got to play the main, the main character, uh, Dream, uh, did a stupendous job. Uh, he was very, how would you describe Dream? As kind of a androgynous, mysterious, just very, very interesting uh, character. It was so good. It was so good. I cannot recommend Sandman more. And that is why it is my number one best TV show of 2022. Okay. Let's get into the anime. But first, before we get into anime, let me tell you, I had dropped off of the anime scene for a long time. So some of this stuff might be a little older. Um, I still regularly would read One Piece because that's, you guys know me. If you don't know me, know that I love Ichiro Oda's masterpiece, One Piece, that is not done, but will uh, has proven and will continue to prove to be the best piece of entertainment media ever in the entirety of uh, recorded human history. I say that without pause. I mean, I say it with pause because my brain doesn't work right, but I say it without hesitation, without regret, without remorse. Uh, One Piece is great. Um, but besides that, I wasn't really, really digging my, my claws into much anime. 
but I started again last year and it's continued on through this year. So uh, some of the anime that I watched last year, I watched uh, The Way of the House Husband, which doesn't have the greatest animation, but it is a hilarious look at a former Yakuza, Yakuza boss who has since retired and become a house husband. And the, the animation, like I said, is not great. But he goes couponing and he goes and looks for sales and he goes and participates in uh, kind of the um, what are the meetings that you have on in your neighborhood, like the neighborhood association meetings and stuff. And everyone still thinks he's a gang boss and he acts in a way that's intimidating. He'll go to try and get the, the last copy of a DVD or something at a store. And he's always got this very like machismo very threatening intimidating persona about him uh but it's really good watch away of the house husbands on netflix i watched space dandy i think i watched space dandy on hulu or funimation really good really good animation if you're looking for an anime that you don't need to make much of a commitment to space dandy is a good one because it is very all of the episodes are very isolated so there's no commitment to them like You'll you'll know the characters within the first couple episodes, and then there's not like a super deep through line. And even there was even one episode that was directed by George Romero, I believe, uh, who you guys know as the Night of the Living Dead guy. Um, was he Night of the Living Dead? I think he was. Um, but it was yes, a, a zombie episode in space. And so, if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan uh, a fan of uh, Cowboy Bebop. I think actually, I think it was Watanabe, uh, the same guy that did Cowboy Bebop. So, I mean, there you go. Fan of Cowboy Bebop, fan of space sci-fi epic adventures, and for that one episode, if you're a fan of zombies, you should check out Space Dandy. Um, Spy by Family, Spy X Family. I finished this the whole season of Spy X Family. Got huge. Um, a lot of people really liked it. Essentially, there's a spy who needs to, for an operation, have a family. And so he adopts this child who turns out is a psychic and he marries this woman who turns out is an assassin. So they're all leading like secret double lives. Uh, it was very good. Very cute. Um, Uncle from Another World that was on Netflix. Inuyasha. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying about how all of these won't be like the most recent things. I got to watch in one piece. Of course, I'm always watching one piece. Wonder Egg Priority. I watched this one on Funimation. It's really good. I watched a little bit of Darling in the Franx. Now, I got on a big studio trigger kick. <laughs> and I realized as I'm talking about these anime, if you're not in the anime, I don't know why you're staying for this section of the episode. Um... But Darling in the Franx was a Studio Trigger joint. I love Studio Trigger. I love Kill la Kill. I love Gurren Lagann. I love BNA. Uh, and so I thought, well, I'll, I'll check out Darling in the Franx. Darling in the Franx is not as wacky as something like Gurren Lagann or Kill la Kill. Uh, but it's animated just as beautifully. The character designs are incredible. Um, I, and I didn't finish it. I'm going to have to go back. And I think maybe because it's a little more boring 
than the other ones. What a what a dashing endorsement of this show. Uh, but I think it's a little more boring, and that's why I didn't really get into it. And then I watched, uh, before I get into my top three, this will complete the list before the top three, I watched a little bit more of the Monogatari series. And Monogatari, uh, to include uh, a Baka Monogatari, which was the first one that I watched years ago, is like a high school slice of life uh, type of anime, but the animation is so beautiful. And the story makes absolutely no fucking sense. So if you're into that, uh, it's really good. There's there's a lot of uh, fan service in these ones. So if you're not into that kind of stuff, uh, it's going to be a little harder watch. But, you know, vampires, immortality, crab gods. Like, it's just, it's some weird shit. And that's one of the reasons I love anime is because, like, it's weird shit. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. My cousin, Jesse, he said, the reason that I watch anime is because they do shit in anime that cannot be done in real life. You know, when they're talking about like, I mean, you could watch a Marvel movie and they can't do that shit either, but it's even more miraculous and more marvelous than Marvel movies is anime because they do amazing things. Superhuman feats that are not possible otherwise. Okay, let's get into the top three. What do you think? Number three is is Bleach. <laughs> I know, I know Bleach is so old, and it is the redheaded stepchild of the big three, Bleach, Naruto, and of course One Piece. Uh, but they came back. They came back with another season of Bleach after years. I, I don't know how many years it's been. 15, 20 years. It's been a long time since we've seen Bleach in kind of the the main anime zeitgeist but here it is it's back the thousand year war or blood war or whatever it's called i don't remember uh but it just it made me so nostalgic that's why it made the top three it it just it gave me goosebumps with the the uh the the old the old music when uh, a hollow appeared just Man, and seeing Rukia and Ichigo and Chad Norahime, all of the all of the characters come back after so long. It was an anime that I didn't know that I needed, but I needed it. I, I mean, I guess I don't need any of these, but here it is. Number two, number two uh, is Chainsaw Man. Now, <laughs> if you watched Chainsaw Man, you'll know why this one is cracking me up because it is so bizarre. This anime is so weird. Essentially, this is a world where demons exist, where devils exist. And the organization that hunts devils, um, they oftentimes will contract with devils as well to, say, give up uh, you know, a piece of their flesh for a certain power at a certain time or give up a... Uh, a year or two of their life to be be able to finish a fight with another devil and the main character befriends and makes a contract with a chainsaw devil and so the whole world is terrified of the gun devil because he's the most powerful uh, but dingy the main character who 
you know, oftentimes a main character in anime, their goals will be very lofty. They will want to become the Hokage of the village. They will want to become the soul king or the pirate king. They will want to uh, avenge their fallen comrades or their family that was put to death by demons. No, no, my friends, not Denji. Denji wants to feel boobs, live the easy life, and eat good food. Those are his, those are his aspirations uh, and, and kind of his main driving force throughout this entire anime. It is so good. It is so funny. It is animated so well. I read the manga before I ever touched this anime. Uh, the manga was awesome. If you guys liked Chainsaw Man, either the manga or the anime, if you like the manga, I'm sure you already found it. But there's another one uh, done by the same author that's just as irreverent, just as weird. Maybe not as funny, uh, but I think it's called like it's called like Fire Punch or something along those lines. Anyway, there, there, this. The main character has this power where he can regenerate himself, but he's always on fire. And, oh, oh no, 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 that's that's his power. He's got like a Wolverine kind of power where he can regenerate himself. And uh, he lives in this village that's starving in the snow. And, and he is cutting off parts of his body so he can regrow those parts of the body in order to feed his village. And the capital city, they come by and they're like, whoa, this is like sacrilege. You can't be cannibalizing in this village. And he's like, yo, it's to feed the village. And so the dude from the capital with like this firepower who his fire will will set something on fire and the fire will not go out until that thing is dead. Well, he sets this dude on fire, but the dude can't die. And so he's like always on fire, constantly burning constantly hurting constantly in pain but he like learns how to deal with it and shit and then like constantly regrowing and so that it's like his quest of, of vengeance but if you haven't if you are interested in chainsaw man and want something else i believe it's fire punch uh i could i could be wrong on that title but chainsaw man was number two a great great anime definitely not an anime for beginners if you're just getting into anime start with start with bleach maybe Bleach is a good one to start with. Um, start with Death Note. Death Note is a good one to start with. Start with something Studio Ghibli, like a Spirited Away or a Howl's Moving Castle. Do not start with Chainsaw Man. It's probably not a good one. And then my number one uh, anime of 2022 caught me completely off guard. I've recommended it to everybody that I've uh, talked to but it is called Ranking of Kings. And I watched it on, I think I watched it on Funimation. I watched it with my son. It was great. Oh my gosh, my dog's going to get off the bed. Here she goes. Oh, she got off so quiet. What a good girl. Uh, anyway, Ranking of Kings, so good. I watched it with my boy. The animation style is very different. And so it doesn't look, I mean, I guess you could say it looks kind of like a Studio Ghibli joint. Uh, where they've got square faces, the characters are all, all, all very round. But the thing about it is, it may look kind of like a Studio Ghibli film, but it is violent. 
there is violence in this and the way that they design the characters not just the characters but the way that they design the characters characteristics their their motivations and their personalities is there are bad guys in it but they are so relatable that they don't feel like bad guys and much in the same way that a studio ghibli production hell you know this might be a studio ghibli production i'm just talking out my ass and uh you know it, it was the whole time and it, it could have been i didn't i didn't look into it that much but ranking of kings uh features a giant king and he's ranked number one he's the number one king in the world or he's number two perhaps uh but anyway he gives up all of the strength of his firstborn child i think he makes a deal to give the strength of his firstborn child so his he can oh no his firstborn child is just born without strength anyway it's very convoluted it has to do with a giant king who's seen as magnanimous uh but then turns out to be kind of evil a little bit and then inhabits the body of his son it's super good it's super good. Check it out. Bochi, and he has no strength to be heard of. He's not going to make a good heir to the throne. And so he gets looked over uh, for his his younger brother, who then becomes becomes king. And so Bochi goes on adventures with a little shadow ninja guy that's part of a clan that's been kind of genocided out of existence except for him. It's really great. Check out Ranking of Kings. It's my number one anime pick for 2022. And that's it. That's my number one TV show and my number one anime, Sandman and Ranking of Kings. You should check both of those out. Uh, in my next episode, in June of 2023, I'm going to be talking about my top favorite uh, movies and games of 2022. I know, I know. I'll get to new stuff eventually. I'm just getting back into this podcast thing. Speaking of, I hope you liked the podcast. If you if you did, be sure to subscribe and and follow and 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 like and leave a comment and recommend to a friend and and tell your bus driver about it. Uh, also, if you want to support me, you can do that by uh, checking out my book. I wrote a book. It's a fairy tale. It's a long poem, uh, but that link is also in the description below. Check out all my links. Just go to all my links. You can see me read the book. On YouTube, you can then buy it on Amazon uh, or, you know, whatever else. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you stopping by so much. This is three weeks in a row, baby. Like I said, we got episodes for you. We got that consistency that you're looking for. If you if you like the sound of my voice and you want to hear me again, well, tune in next week because we got another episode coming up for you then. But other than that, I think that's where I'm going to end uh, today's show. Um, you know, I hope your week was great, and I hope your weekend is even better. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. 
If you like the show and you'd also like to support it, there are a bunch of ways to do just that. Be sure to tell a friend, a co-worker, or fellow bus passenger about this little radio broadcast. Please visit any and all of the sponsors of today's episode. Make sure to subscribe or follow on the streamer you're listening with right now. If you turn on automatic downloads, new episodes will be waiting for you regardless of the internet free spelunking that you're planning for this weekend. You could also get like a massive Culture Jack tattoo, preferably on your lower back or perhaps your pubic region, maybe with like the little revolvers about the hips that some people do, maybe wrapped up by thorns and roses and whatnot. It could be very nice, very tasteful. Check out our social media, YouTube channel, other projects, and get in touch with the show using the links in the show description. Have a comment or question featured on the show or would like to secure one of our coveted guest spots on the podcast to talk anime or video games with me, email is probably your best bet, though my DMs are always open, baby. Another easy way to support the show is by buying my book. I wrote a book. It's a fairy tale, a long poem. It's called The Obsidian Pillar. It's a joy to read and a delight to be read to. Check it out. Links are also in the description there. Thank you again for stopping by and be sure to tune in for the next episode. Okay, thanks. Goodbye.